Let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Believers have God's promise that when we faithfully obey Him and don't give up, we will enjoy the very best returns. Let the Lord encourage your heart as Joe Vasek, pastor of Northeast Baptist Church of Danbury, Connecticut, urges us to stay the course. The Bill of Rights became law in 1791. It contained the first ten amendments to the United States Constitution, which had been signed four years earlier, and they were written by James Madison while he was still in his 30s. The First Amendment is uniquely American in its origin. It reads, Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof, or abridging the freedom of speech, or of the press, or the right of the people peaceably to assemble, and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. The very first issue addressed in the First Amendment is the matter of freedom of religion. Why was freedom of religion, the idea that the government could not tell its citizens what to believe, why was it of such importance to the man that we call the father of the Constitution? I beg you to listen carefully. The prominence of the concept of freedom of religion in American culture is due largely to the influence of a Baptist preacher named John Leland, particularly his influence on James Madison and Thomas Jefferson. Listen to the writings of the well-respected American historian Lyman Butterfield regarding John Leland. Leland played a substantial part in molding an American tradition that is full of meaning to all of us today, the separation of church and state in the United States. In 1774, when Leland was converted to the Baptist faith, the Baptists were generally regarded as a set of ignorant enthusiasts, without social standing, without legal sanction for their religious services or for marriages performed by their ministers. In Virginia, Baptist preachers were being regularly thrown into prison as vagabonds. Mob actions breaking up their church services went unpunished by the magistrates. Their petitions to the legislature for relief from these oppressions were largely disregarded. In Massachusetts and Connecticut, Baptists were fined and their property was seized for taxes to pay congregational ministers whose teachings were repugnant to them and to build and repair meeting houses that they would not attend. Much of Leland's 67-year career as a Baptist evangelist was expended in fighting to remove these disabilities, not only for Baptists, but for persons of all faiths, Christian and non-Christian, and even for those who held no religious faith. When he died, the battle for complete religious freedom in the United States had been very largely won. John Leland was born into a congregational family in Grafton, Massachusetts in 1754. When he was 18 years old, John Leland became very concerned about his soul. After 15 months of searching and wrestling, John received Jesus as Savior, and on June 1, 1774, he was baptized by Pastor Noah Alden. Three weeks later, June 20, 1774, he attended a Baptist meeting in his hometown of Grafton. There was no one to preach that Sunday, so the newly saved 20-year-old John Leland felt compelled to stand and say a few words to the small crowd. And before he knew it, he'd been preaching for a half an hour. In the days following, he continued preaching at the church in Grafton and then in area towns. In 1774, he traveled to Virginia, where he lived and preached for about the next 17 years. John Leland became a very effective and well-known preacher in Virginia. 
He baptized over 700 converts during those years. And it was during that time that he met James Madison. And he used his influence among the Baptists in Virginia to help him get elected to the United States Congress, all the while urging James Madison of the importance of making freedom of religion a core principle of America's framework. A historical marker stands near Orange, Virginia on State Highway 20, which reads, Near this spot in 1788, Elder John Leland and James Madison, the father of the American Constitution, held a significant interview which resulted in the adoption of the Constitution by Virginia. Then Madison, a member of Congress from Orange, presented the First Amendment to the Constitution, guaranteeing religious liberty, free speech, and a free press. This satisfied Leland and his Baptist followers. In 1792, John Leland moved his family to Cheshire, Massachusetts, where he served as pastor for the remainder of his years. He continued to enjoy a very productive ministry there, preaching, winning souls to Christ, and baptizing over 500 new believers. He led the Baptists of Massachusetts in supporting Thomas Jefferson for the presidency. And to celebrate Jefferson's victory, Leland organized the farmers of Massachusetts to contribute milk from 900 cows to create a gift called the Mammoth Cheese, which was four feet in diameter, 15 inches thick, and weighed over 1,200 pounds. Leland personally guided the transportation of the cheese from Massachusetts to Washington, and he delivered it near the end of December 1801. President Jefferson invited John Leland to preach before both houses of Congress on Sunday, January 3, 1802. One of John Leland's most famous quotes is this, If government can answer for individuals at the day of judgment, let men be controlled by it in religious matters. Otherwise, let men be free. Christian, cherish the religious freedom that you enjoy in America. Stay the course. We pray that today's program was a blessing to you. If you have any questions or comments, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at staythecourse at nbcdanbury.org. God bless you.